I'm Corey Grant, former Auburn football and NFL running back, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back to this Thursday edition of Sports Call. Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, Brant Daughtry with you here. Coming to you live from our studios on South College Street. And now it's time to go to the Auburn Bank phone line as we've got a special guest today, Cole Pinkston of Auburn Live on 3 Sports, joining us now to talk all things transfer portal. And there are a lot of things to cover in this transfer portal, especially for Auburn. Cole, the time is greatly appreciated. Hope you're doing well today. Yes, sir, Ron. I appreciate you having me on, man. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, this Auburn team has been very busy in the portal. We do know that yesterday technically was a, a big day for the portal as new entrants had to make a declaration of, of joining the portal yesterday. So we know that more names will not be added here for a few months, but that does not mean a lot of people can't join. Uh, and joining a, a, a Auburn roster now that has seen, I believe, 12 uh, new additions through the portal here in the last few weeks, Cole. And, and I wanted to start just by asking you personally, and this is not necessarily meant to be a dig at the former staff, but for you covering recruiting and everything going on in Auburn, how busy, compared to maybe the last year or two of this time, how busy has the, these last few weeks just been for you covering all of these visits and all these new portal additions? Well, I mean if you consider us having to go up to the complex and being around, being around Auburn just to see who they're bringing in busy, uh, we had to do that every day. So that's, that's something that maybe we didn't have to do a year ago as a team, have to just be on the lookout all the time for different transfer portal guys visiting Auburn and, and, and on the lookout for commitments just coming out of nowhere almost. Um, you know, it's hard to track down these transfer portal guys because they're kind of, they're kind of no nonsense. Uh, they've already been through the whole recruiting spiel before, so they're going to find a place where they fit, and they're not going to spend but a week on it. And uh, you just never know. So Auburn kept bringing in guys, and uh, they kept they kept uh, winning the recruiting battle on a lot of these guys too. Auburn currently ranked third in the on three transfer portal rankings, and I've been using uh, on threes uh, rankings a lot here, Cole, just because, I mean, I mean, there's been stuff to update every single day. Uh, I did have a question just overall. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit off air. Uh, the adjusted NIL value tool. Uh, we know how big NIL is. We had a whole spiel yesterday about Rashada not going to Florida with the $13 million agreement there. NIL is a very big part of this, obviously. And I was just curious what this adjusted NIL value tool is all about. We see Auburn's got a figure next to them at $5.9 million. So just break to a, a down to us what this adjusted NIL value is kind of measuring here. Yeah, really, really what it is is a, a recruiting tool. Um, you can look to – look to Auburn and show other recruits and go, look, you know, we've got this NIL valuation that's, you know, growing um, with our players, meaning these, these guys are making money here. And it's not just from promises we make them. It's because, uh, you know, them joining up with Auburn University and, and this football program, you know, gives you value because you're going to be on TV. People are going to know who you are. Uh, you're going to be – your name is going to be out there. Uh, in, in association with Auburn. So that's sort of what it means. And sometimes when you see 
uh, guys commit to a place like Auburn, uh, you know, with a name value, name brand like that, then the valuation rises. It has to do with their social media, with how well known of a player they are, their ranking, things of that nature. So it's an interesting tool. Cole, uh, you look at these 12 transfers that Auburn has gotten in. Who, Which of these guys is going to be the guy that – in game one, fans are going to see this guy and go, okay, this guy's a really good player, and we did a good thing getting him out of the portal. Who's the guy that stands out to you the most as an immediate impact guy? Well, you got uh, in game one, you're going to have three offensive linemen, first of all, who are going to have – I mean, I, I'm just about as close to say that they're going to start as anything. Avery Jones at center and then two tackles, Dylan Wade and Gunnar Britton. But, you know, offensive linemen, they don't get all the glory. I'd say a guy that's probably going to make some noise early on is uh, Justin Rogers, defensive lineman that transferred from Kentucky. Man, that guy, and, and again, he's kind of a kind of a low-glory guy because he's, he plugs up the middle and he doesn't record all the stats. But he's a guy that makes the entire defense better. And, and you can watch that on film. You can see linebackers running free because – he takes the double team every time, and he demands one every time, and he usually wins them. And Auburn hasn't had that up front in, in a couple of years, in my opinion, a guy that consistently wins those double teams. And you can't – if he's on the field, you're going to have to double team. You have no choice. And that, so to me, Justin Rogers and then a couple of linebackers, DeMario Tolan from LSU, uh, Austin Keys from Ole Miss, both of those guys. Tolan was just a freshman last year, but he was working in to the rotation, especially late in the year for LSU, and they had a talented linebacker group, so it says a lot about him, and he was a big target for Auburn uh, the first go-round, so I, I expect to see both of those guys um, starting or being key players on the defense. And Cole, that leads me to my next question, because what's interest me, interested me a lot about these guys that Auburn's getting and we knew offensive line would be important we knew defensive line would be important but you kind of mentioned it there three SEC transfers into the linebacking core dating back to uh, Elijah McAllister out of Vanderbilt and of course you just mentioned DeMario uh, Tolan out of LSU and then uh, Austin Keys out of Ole Miss uh, these guys I, and I know they're to varying degrees maybe have not played a lot in this league but still they've been in these SEC programs and, and Cole, it feels like to me this is not something the previous staff was was very adept at doing uh, at getting SEC guys into Auburn, uh, especially here defensively where they need a lot of help up front. Um, are, are you a little surprised? I mean, I, I know Hugh Freeze has a great recruiting uh, background, but are you a little surprised that Auburn was able to get these SEC guys up front this quickly from these big SEC programs? Uh, I would say I'm a little surprised because. We, we knew, look, coming in, I mean, whoever took over, if it wasn't Hugh Freeze, if it was somebody else, they were going to have to do an overhaul. I mean, the roster's in, a, in, in the kind of shape, numbers-wise, and, and you could argue talent-wise in some areas that it just can't be in the SEC. So whoever came in was going to have to overhaul this roster. It starts with that first window, which is what we just had passed of the transfer portal. Hugh Freeze took care of business there. Twelve guys that are going to come in and be able to compete as early as the spring practice, um, you know, sessions there. So, you know, did, I, I expected them to get depth pieces. I didn't expect them to go and get starters like these guys. Cole, let's turn our attention to the high school ranking to the high school recruiting now. 
uh, of the guys that Auburn brought in in early signing period, who's a guy that you think is going to contribute uh, immediately, and who are the guys that you think, uh, maybe not as freshmen, but in a year or two, these guys are going to be pretty special? Uh, I think the number one immediate impact guy is, is Deron Reed. And uh, I've been calling him Darren, but he actually he, he corrected me in person in a nice way. So it's actually Deron. So Deron Reed, that's a four-star defensive lineman from Columbus, Georgia. Um, gosh, man, he is he is very, very good. He, he was a top performer in the Army All-American Bowl. Excuse me, it's not the Army Bowl. Just the All-American Bowl this past uh, couple weeks ago. And he was good all year. I saw him in person. The guy's a game changer. I think he plays immediately on the defensive line, even with a few transfers coming in. And then uh, another guy, Kay and Lee, he was also at the All-American Bowl. Auburn's pretty, you know, got got some good numbers there, got some good players in the secondary, but I, I see him making an impact pretty early too. He's just that good. Um, and uh, Kelton Falk was a huge victory. I'm not sure if he's ready to be, you know, a key rotational guy. I think he could play in his first year. But down the road, that's a guy with monster potential, and he's just going to keep getting better as it goes on. So um, those are a few guys that come to mind. Obviously, you have a really strong center prospect coming up in Connor Liu, one of the top centers in the country. Uh, Isaiah Miller is an interesting guy, Juco guy that uh, flipped from Ole Miss. We'll see what happens with him. Does he does he uh, fight for one of those starting tackle spots and try to win out there, maybe a guard spot? Um, so there's some interesting pieces coming in from, from the high school class too. Cole, I, I know you probably get asked this every single time you're on an interview, but uh, especially about Auburn. When it, when it comes to this Hugh Freeze's first class, uh, and his first go through with the portal here. One of the big, uh, big positions that we saw right at the start was, you know, when uh, was quarterback. And when Grayson McCall was out there, everyone was uh, so excited. It felt like Auburn was going, and then uh, was going after a quarterback with with Leary and with McCall. And then after those two kind of, you know, went their separate ways, went back to Coastal and went to Kentucky. The the talk for getting a quarterback in the portal kind of started to die off. There was a few names here and there, but it, it kind of started to die off. Do you think that they're still looking to add a quarterback uh, to this room, or do you think they, that Hugh Freeze and this staff is kind of settled with what they've got on campus? Yeah, I, I think I think the fact that you saw them cool off after two of the top guys didn't work out, uh, you know, for whatever reason they didn't work out, is is a sign that hey, we want a guy, but we want a guy that's going to come in and, and be able to play, um, or at least compete with Robbie Ashford, uh, holding Gurner for that number one spot. Not just the body. We we don't want a body here. We got enough of that. We got to have a guy that can come in and play. He's got some playing experience fits in the offense and can elevate that room and, and elevate the team. So when they didn't hit on those two guys, they kind of slowed it down. There were some other guys, but they weren't gung-ho about those guys. And that, you know, they're going to wait around and see what else happens. But I, I do think that Auburn will have a new quarterback and a guy that with some starting experience before, you know, they hit the field next year. Talking to Cole Pinkston here of On3 and Auburn Live. Cole, one or two more here for you. As we look ahead now, obviously it's not a dead period coming up, but you can't put your name in the portal if it's not already there for, I believe, till like May 1st or something like that. does not mean there's not more action here. So 
What is Auburn looking to do in the coming months? I know spring practice will come and go, maybe more roster spots open after that, but just like how much more does Auburn want slash need to do here in the coming months? Yeah, I think they'll reevaluate uh, everyone that's in the portal because if you're following it, there's, I mean, there's over a thousand people probably uncommitted in the portal. So there's still names out there that they could consider bringing in. I think what you saw with this, this, you know, bringing in so many visitors and, and trying to get people to commit and, and get in the fold as quickly as possible. You saw a bunch of guys, and I didn't even mention some of the guys like Nick Martiner, a receiver from Cincinnati, Brian Batie, a thousand yard rusher um, at USF last season. These are guys that were starters at other places. These are guys that were key contributors, you know, guys that can come in and start at Auburn. I think now you're going to look at them, go back and say, this guy would make a good depth piece. He would add some, you know, he's a younger guy with a couple years to play. He would add something to this room and sort of bring up the floor of the room and the depth. So I think that's what they do now. Um, You're going to see a heavy emphasis on the class of 2024. Just this past week, the coaches have been out on the road trying to get that squared away and get to know coaches and, and, and talk to players and, They've, they've hit the high school of every Alabama commit so far, so you like to see that. If you're an Auburn fan, they're going to try to uh, make sure they can uh, at least give those guys a reason to, to think about it. So it's, it's an interesting strategy. I think they're, they're off to a good start with that too. He's Cole Pinkston of Auburn Live on 3 Sports. Cole, uh, the time is greatly appreciated. What do you have in the works there with you and the crew over at uh, Auburn Live? Yeah, man, we're always got something going on. We're we're trying to track everything. Like I said, there's probably some more. Um, there there's there should be a few more portal names that emerge. We think so. We're going to keep trying to dig for that and uh, keep you updated as much as possible. It's been sort of a slow week, but you know things pick up out of nowhere these days. And the way that Freeze and his staff are getting after it, you can you can guarantee there's going to be some news before long. So definitely join us at Auburn Live. We got the special going right now. It's about 30 bucks to sign up for a full-year subscription, so definitely check us out. Great deal indeed. And, and Cole, again, we appreciate the time today. Uh, I know you'll continue to be very busy with Portal stuff, but we do appreciate the time today and hope, hope to talk again soon. Absolutely. Appreciate it.